The Alan Watts iPhone app is now available on the iTunes App Store, featuring the entire Alan Watts podcast series at your fingertips. Visit alanwattsapp.com for more information. It dances with infinite variety. But every single dance that it does, that is to say, you, is what the whole thing is doing. But you see, we forget it. We don't know. We, we, we've been brought up in a special way so that we are unaware of the connection. Unaware that each one of us is the, is the works. Playing it this way for a while. And so we have been taught to dread death as if that were the end of the show. It won't happen anymore. And therefore, to be afraid of all the things that might bring about death, pain, sickness, suffering. And if you don't know, you see, if you're not really vividly aware of the fact that you are basically the works, you have no real joy in life. You're just a bundle of anxiety mixed up with guilt. Because, you see, when we bring children into the world, we play awful games with them. Instead of saying, how do you do? Welcome to the human race. Now, my dear, we are playing some very complicated games. And these are the rules of the game we play. I want you to understand them, and then you learn them, and then when you get a little bit older, you may be able to think up some better rules. Instead of being quite direct with our children, instead we say, you're here on probation, you understand that? And maybe, when you grow up a bit, you'll be acceptable. But until then, you should be seen and not heard. You're, uh, you're a mess. And you've got to be educated and schooled and whipped until you're human. So that these attitudes which are inculcated into us in infancy go on into old age. The way you start out is liable to be the way you finish. So people going around fundamentally feeling that they don't belong. Because their parents said to them in the first place, look, you don't really belong here. You're here on sufferance. You're on probation. You're not a human being yet. And people feel this right on into old age. And so they figure that the universe is presided over by this awful kind of God the Father parent, who, yes, has our best interest at heart, is loving, but who spares the rod spoils the child. Whom the Lord loveth, he chasteneth. So everybody sort of, <laughs> when's it going to hit next? <laughs> so don't feel that they belong. So we get this ghastly, what I call Christian ego. It's a little bit Jewish too. <laughs> Who 
really feels that he doesn't, he's homeless, he does an orphan. Even the Christians say we are sons of God by adoption and grace. Not real sons, but by adoption and grace and sufferings. And uh, so comes the sensation, you see. So characteristic of Western man and indeed of all highly civilized people. Of being a stranger in the earth. A momentary flash of consciousness between two eternal blacknesses. And so therefore we speak of confronting reality. Facing the facts. We speak of coming into this world. And this whole sensation that we are brought up to have of being an island of consciousness, locked up in a bag of skin, facing outside us a world that is profoundly alien to us in the sense that what is outside me is not me. This sets up a fundamental sensation of hostility and estrangement between ourselves and the so-called external world. So my main point last night was then that we need a new kind of consciousness in which every individual becomes aware that his real self is not just his conscious ego You know, let's take a headlight of a car. The headlight shines on the road in front. The headlight does not shine on the wire which connects it with its own battery. So in a way, the headlight is unaware of how it shines. And in the same way, we are unaware of the sources of our consciousness. We don't know how we know. There was a young man who said, though, it seems that I know that I know. What I would like to see is the eye that knows me when I know that I know that I know. <laughs> and so, we are ignorant of, we ignore. It doesn't come within the scope of our attention how it is that we manage to be conscious. How it is that we manage to grow our hair, to shape our bones, to beat our heart, and to secrete all the necessary fluids that we need from our glands. We do it, but we don't know how we do it. Because, you see, underneath the superficial self, which pays attention to this and that, there is another self, more really us than I. And if you become aware of that unknown self, the more you become aware of it, the more you realize that it is inseparably connected with everything else that there is. That you are a function of this total galaxy bounded by the Milky Way and that furthermore this galaxy is a function of all other galaxies. And that vast thing that you see far off, far off, far off with telescopes and you look and look and look one day you're going to wake up and say, 
Why, that's me. And in knowing that, know, you see, that you never die. That you are the eternal thing that comes and goes, that appears now as John Jones, now as Mary Smith, now as Betty Brown, and so it goes forever and ever and ever. been listening to The Love of Wisdom with Alan Watts. For a cassette copy of this program, call 1-800-969-2887, which is 1-800-W-O-WATTS, or send $10 with your name and address to the Electronic University, P.O. Box 2309, San Anselmo, California, 94979. When you write, please include the name of your local station. Ask for tape number one, Myth of Myself. You'll also receive the program, Who Am I?, which is included on the tape. If you have any comments about the program or would like further information about the spoken works of Alan Watts, please write us at the same address, The Electronic University, P.O. Box 2309, San Anselmo, California, 94979. The Love of Wisdom with Alan Watts is produced by the Electronic University. Our theme music is by Acoustic Alchemy. I'm Neil Harvey. Thank you for listening. Most of us are brought up to feel that what we see out in front of us is something that is, that lies beyond our eyes out here. That the colors and the shapes that you see in this room are out there. Now, in fact, that is not so. In fact, all that you see is a state of affairs inside your head. All these colors, all these lights, are conditions of the optical nervous system. There are, outside the eyes, quanta, electronic phenomena, vibrations. But these things are not light. They are not color until they are translated into states of the human nervous system. So if you want to know how the inside of your head feels, open your eyes and look. That is how the inside of your head feels. But we are normally unaware of that and project it out. Listening to Alan Watts from the Spoken Word Library of the Electronic University. For copies of this and other Alan Watts programs, please go to alanwatts.com on the World Wide Web or call us toll free 
at 1-800-W-O-WATTS. That's A-L-A-N-W-A-T-T-S dot com or 1-800-W-O-W-A-T-T-S. The Watts website features free audio downloads, program lists, and information on Watts' life and works. Once again, that's alanwatts.com or 1-800-W-O-WATTS.